From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday, the 28th of July, 2022. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including the threat of accidental nuclear war with China and a new US party. We'll also be answering today's big question. Is female sport finally getting the recognition it deserves? But first, Russia captures a power station. As the war in Ukraine rages on, Russia seems keen to capture critical infrastructure to try and slow the Ukrainian war effort. Today, Russia captured the second largest power plant in Ukraine, which is one of Moscow's first significant gains in the last three weeks. The plant in question, the coal-fired Volhyska power plant, is located in the eastern Donetsk region. Ukraine has tried to downplay the significance of the capture of the plant, with an advisor to President Zelensky claiming it only provided a tiny tactical advantage to Russia. In addition to capturing this power plant, Russia seems to be changing their strategy in the war generally. They seem to be opting for a strategic defence strategy, defending cities that they've already captured, such as Kherson. Ukraine appears confident that they will retake these cities nonetheless, though. Throughout the course of the war in Ukraine, we've seen threats of nuclear war used sporadically by the Russians in order to try and deter Western intervention. But Russia isn't the only country we should be worried about. According to Sir Stephen Lovegrove, the UK's national security advisor, there is a fear that the West and China could miscalculate our way into nuclear war. In essence, he's argued that the world may no longer have the Cold War safeguards that protected it from misstepping into mutual thermonuclear destruction. Specifically with China, he argued that the world is entering a dangerous new era of proliferation due to threats from space-based systems, lasers and genetic weapons. Additionally, the fact that China is expanding and modernising its nuclear arsenal is of concern to Sir Stephen, as their disdain for arms control agreements is, in his eyes, a daunting prospect. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Households in the UK are bracing for further increases in their energy bills, which could see them paying three times what they were paying in the beginning of 2020. The energy price cap is set to rise in October and again in January, with the cap forecast to rise to £3,850 a year at the start of 2023, reflecting the soaring wholesale price of gas. Meanwhile, energy companies are posting record profits. This morning, oil and gas giant Shell reported a record profit of $11.5 billion, or about £9.4 billion, last quarter, and announced that they would start a $6 billion share buyback programme. Centrica, which owns British Gas, will pay out £59 million to shareholders, reinstating its dividend for the first time since 2020 after recording a five-fold increase in profits, which surged to £1.3 billion in the first half of the year. Bulgaria is heading for its fourth election in two years, after a final attempt to form a new coalition government ended without success. Prime Minister Kirill Petkov's government collapsed in June, after just six months in office, when the populist There Is Such a People party pulled out of his governing coalition. 
As per the Bulgarian constitution, three mandates to form a new government were granted by President Ruman Radev. First to the largest party, Petkov's We Continue the Change, who were unable to bring together a majority. Next, the second largest party, the opposition GERB, were granted a mandate which they returned immediately. Finally, the Bulgarian Socialist Party tried, but yesterday announced they would return the mandate to the president unfulfilled. As such, Bulgarians will head to the polls again in the next few months, having already voted in April, July and November last year. Moving to the US, where dozens of former high-ranking Republican and Democrat officials are set to announce a new national political party. Forward. Initially co-chaired by former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang and the former Republican governor of New Jersey, Christine Todd Whitman, the new party is a result of the merger of three smaller groupings, the Renew America movement set up back in 2021 by former officials who served in Republican administrations from Ronald Reagan through to Trump, the Forward Party set up by Andrew Yang and the Serve America movement, a cross-party grouping set up by former Republican Congressman David Jolly. The new party aims to directly appeal to millions of voters who are dismayed with America's dysfunctional two-party system. The party plans to gain ballot access in all 50 states in time for the 2024 presidential elections. At time of writing, the party has no policies. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want more, including our discussion of is female sport finally getting the recognition it deserves, then watch the extended edition of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers some of the best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the best documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.